0: Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And welcome in everybody to another edition of the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox and a couple of special guests with us today as we are at our studios in beautiful downtown Columbia on West 7th Street. Drake Cawley uh, is off this week uh, out in the desert. Vegas. Having, having a good time, I can, I'm, I can I'm sure, yeah. Getting messages <laughs> at all hours of the evening. So,
1: Well, I know one thing's true. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So, we, Drake will not tell anything he did out there when he gets back.
0: Let's hope not. Let's hope not. That's the voice <coughs> of Coach James Dickinson who's joining us today. Coach, how's it going? Doing great.
1: Doing great. Selling radio ads, uh, that's what I do.
0: Well, you know, that that's something we, that's something we can talk about. Uh, Most definitely. we we got some exciting news here at Kennedy Broadcasting Company as uh, we are going to be calling a game of the week starting tomorrow night. Uh, now, obviously, on our sister station, 103.7 WKRM, we have been covering Columbia Lions football for this will be our 76th year. Uh, but on 101.7 uh, in the past, you know, we've, Columbia Academy's been on a 1017 a summit as of late. But we are proud to partner with Murray County Public Schools to do a game of the week, which will feature teams like Mount Pleasant, Columbia Central, that we mentioned before, Spring Hill, Columbia Academy. Uh we'll even have a couple of games there this season. Uh so stay tuned for that. Uh tomorrow night's Game of the Week. It wasn't a hard decision because everybody was outside of the county, so we weren't going to be anywhere in county. But just looking at the matchups, it's going to be the Columbia-Marshall County game. So you'll be able to hear that on both stations, 103.7 and also 101.7. And then next week, we'll make that announcement next Monday on the show to let everybody know where we're going. We know where we're going, but we will make that announcement next Monday.
2: Yeah, a lot of a lot of tension for uh, for Friday night's game. Uh, between Columbia and Marshall County, that's going to be. I mean, that's one that last year uh, was very tense. Uh, a lot of emotions flew in that one. Uh, I can tell you from experience being on the field, and uh, I know every one of those guys is just chomping at the bit, ready to ready to play each other again on both sides. Oh yeah, and, absolutely.
0: And you got a former line that's now a tiger uh, over there, and I know that's been brought up several times this week at practice by some of the players that I've been around and. Coach, you were part of the coaching staff last year. It's going to be a big game.
1: It is, and it's the type of game that has to be played every year, Marshall County and and, uh, Columbia Central. You know, I love them cross-county rival games, always such a big crowd. And uh, it's nothing like it. i tell you what, I'm so glad that we play this game every year.
0: That's uh, that's going to be a big one. Tomorrow night at Preston Hopkins Field. Uh, In Lewisburg, kickoff at 7 p.m. You can listen to the Coach Bobby Sharp show uh, that will take place at 6.30 tomorrow night on 103.7 WKRM. And then uh, next week, we'll hopefully begin our pregame show at 5.30 on WKOM from that particular location. Again, we'll have more details uh, on that coming up on Monday, so stay tuned for that, but uh, really excited about that. Barry Duke will be broadcasting and doing the play-by-play uh, for uh, the game of the week on WKOM. Coach Michael Lyle will be with him as well. So we're really looking forward to that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time.
2: Yeah, Barry Duke is an unbelievable guy and an unbelievable uh, voice. I know me and uh, Coach Mike got the opportunity to do color alongside him uh, for the for the bas- for Central's basketball team last year and. Uh, He's just an absolute professional. Uh, yeah, he, he gets the job done. He's just so I'm, smooth. I'm
1: going to go out there and say, and I'm calling it, Barry Dukes, a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best play-by-play guys that I've ever been around. And I had the opportunity to travel with Barry here at the radio station years ago, and uh, we traveled together f- – many years on a Friday night, Barry Duke. I was a color analyst, and uh, it was an honor. There was no stadium we didn't go to until somebody walked up. I'm in mean, a crowd of people and, and praised Barry Duke from basketball to football. And so it's it's a privilege to have Barry Duke calling these games.
2: Guys. How long has Barry – does anybody know how long Barry has been doing Central games? Well, I, I know
1: exactly how long. It's been 30-plus years.
0: Oh yeah, he started in the 70s. uh after 2000, he took about a 21 year break, and now he's back. So, um, I grew up listening to Barry uh, in the early wow. early to mid 90s uh, when I had family that was playing for Columbia, and um, yeah, just just a great voice, great guy, and uh, I, I'm excited to see uh, Barry doing these games of the week. It's gonna be fun.
1: Tell you something impressive. Uh, I. Joined Barry Duke uh, later on in the last part of his career before uh, he ended up not doing it no more. But uh, it wasn't at many stadiums we didn't go to that uh, he was royalty even in a Lincoln County place like that. We had people that would bring halftime food up to us from other communities. They knew him so well. So that that was and even at Columbia Central, we was in the old press box. Went to the secretary press box. But every every Friday night at halftime. They was food brought up to us from the concession folks, and they loved him so much, and so it was, it was it was neat to be a part of that over the years.
0: Yeah, very 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 cool. Uh, like I said, we're we're excited to see uh, Barry back in action, and uh, you know he's a graduate of the class in 1971. Wow, we should try School. The reason I know that, my mother <laughs> was also a graduate of the class in 1971. We've bought a couple of cars from Barry over the years. And and
1: and this right here, a lot of people don't know this right here, but Barry had the best of the best right there. He got to do play-by-play play for two of his sons. There's both outstanding basketball players at Central. So he yes. he got to call the games, and so that was special
0: for him. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, moving on to some other local area things. Coach, uh, middle school football is well underway. Uh, you guys had your bye week this week, but uh, we had some other – games in action uh, you want to talk about uh, number 1 let's tell the audience let's list the members of this new murray county uh football conference that we have uh starting with obviously with thorn but you got the list in front of you
1: i do as a matter of fact uh last year i was uh summoned to coach the withmore football team And so I went out there and coached it, and I realized that we had Dixon County, E.O. Coffman, Bridgeforth, a lot of schools outside of our area on a junior high game. And there's four eight-minute quarters, 32 minutes. And I kept looking at the uh, uh, fans that came, traveled. It was very few people, and I approached – our airway athletic director over winter wintertime, I said, we're missing a boat. And he said, I'm listening. And I said, we need to have a Murray County league because we got enough junior high teams to have a Murray County league, and we could probably get two to three non-component games up top. And uh, we could have big crowds, less travel, and a, a, and a g- bona fide playoff system. And so we met. We had some uh, people that voted against it, but we had more voted for it. And so it passed on the first reading. And so Battle Creek Battle Creek up at Spring Hill is in it. Columbia Academy is in it. EA Cox, Mount Pleasant, Spring Hill, and, of course, Whithorn. And so uh, at the end of the season, there will be a playoff system. Number one will play number four at the higher seat. And then the number two will play the number three team at home. That gives you some extra home games for, you know, the concessions and gates. And then October first, you'll play a bona fide championship game, Murray County championship game, amongst all our Murray County middle schools, and it's and it's going to be held at Columbia Central Stadium. October first, time had not been set yet, but it's going to be a big production, bang about it. So we're going to we're going to really put middle school back on the the sheet this year. So we're going to be very exciting, guys. I'm excited about it.
0: And, and, and that, that championship game uh, when we met with. Uh athletics director pointer about uh this game of the week thing we, we we told him we would broadcast that game so that that will be exciting
1: it would be most definitely it's a, a win-win for our community and i'm and i'm anticipating that this this uh conference is going to be super close and and once it gets down to it i'm looking at a super mega crowd out for this championship game
0: yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I know locally here with the two Columbia teams in middle school uh, – well, actually, there's three if you count Columbia Academy. You guys are one and one. Mm-hmm. You beat Mount Pleasant 32-30 to 30 in the opening, opening game of the season. Um, last week, you got beat by E.O. Kaufman, a very good team. Right. I know uh, E.A. E. Cox won their first game of the season over in Lewisburg. Again, they got beat by E.O. Kaufman uh, just a couple of nights ago. Uh, tell us about your squad coach and, and, and what you think uh, the future is going to hold for them.
1: You know, Clayton, we got around 44 to 46 kids we dress every day on the roster. And I've seen, a, I've seen this young group of guys start buying in and growing up not missing practices, but we still have the, this was the off week this week and I feel like I got defeated this week a little bit because we had a lot of classroom problems, a lot of problems, not doing the assignments and everything like that. And so at this point here, you know, uh, you have to break them that stuff there, and a lot of my practice yesterday was this big long hill. we run hills quite a bit yesterday, and so I think I got their attention. I think that uh I got an email today dates that all my football players sitting in the front row of the class, so I think they bought in, but we've been excited up you know we had this covet issue already too. we got a couple of kids that's checked in with covet now, and so we have to go through that four or five day process to get them back and uh Few at nagging injuries because we had two conf- I mean, had two games up front. Mount Pleasant was a great physical football team. They was good, and of course, Coffin hadn't lost the game in you know four or five years, and two physical games back to back in a five day turnaround period too. So uh, this off week, this week was we was able to mend a little bit and uh, do a little work in. But uh, we're excited. We play uh, at home next week against the Battle Creek. Battle Creek right now I think is uh, undefeated. They beat okay. Spring Station 10-7 to 7 last week, or 10-6, to okay. 6, something like that. And so uh, we take on Bridgeforth. Then the following week, we'll travel to Lewisburg, Tennessee, Marshall County. So, you know, that's the game that I wanted most definitely on our schedule. So we got Lewisburg next, and then uh, it marched on down the line. And, we, and then we have uh, EA Cox at home, Spring Hill on the road. When is
0: that EA Cox game? What's the date? 9-6.
1: That? So it's
0: September the 6th, all right. And then following that, you have?
1: Spring Hill away.
0: Oh, wait, and that would be 9 nine thirteen okay,
1: and then uh the game that everybody has circled nine twenty nine twenty it's Columbia Academy, but we'll be coming over to the stadium and play us for the final game of the season, and then the playoff starts following week,
0: yeah, Lindsey Nelson Stadium home of the Whithorn Tigers and the Columbia Central High Lions, so. Yeah, that several big – so you got E.A. Cox and Columbia Academy back-to-back. Back. Oh, yeah.
1: And then a, a game to watch next week will be E.A. Cox versus Mount Pleasant at Mount Pleasant. So that's going to be a good game, I think, too.
0: Now, Mount Pleasant, they're one-and-one one as well. They lost to you guys in the opener. They went down to Richland and really took it to the Raiders. Uh, they did,
1: and then they played Loretta. Uh, that's right. Tuesday night. So they actually are uh, two and one. Two and one right now. And they sc- scored combined points in the last two weeks, 88 to like 12.
0: And, you know, the, they had a couple of guys I know that weren't playing against you guys that, you know, Hunter Holt being one of them, he's back out there playing. I saw he'd scored a touchdown against Loretta. But they're 0 and one in the uh, district. Right. So that's a huge game because. Uh, you know, that, every every conference game is going to matter. There's six teams in the co- conference, and only four going or four of the six are going to make the playoffs. Right, so. and two will not. But you got to like your positioning, right? You're kind of in the driver's seat. You you got that first win under your belt, and now it's just go- about going out there taking business uh, taking care of business against the next district opponent, which will be Battle Creek.
1: That's that's the key right there. Go out and get wins. Especially as region games, you got to win them. Got to yeah. win them,
0: especially the ones at home if you can. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I tell you what, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back from the break, we can go over the schedules for the new middle school conference here in Murray County. We'll talk a little high school football as well, maybe jump into some college. I think the AP poll came out, and uh, maybe touch up on who the Titans got this week as there is a uh, there is definitely a connection to Columbia Central High School uh, in their scrimmage that they have on or their preseason games, basically like a scrimmage that they have on Saturday. But you're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll be back right after this.
2: At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go.
0: And welcome back everybody to the front and Port sports radio hour um, Clayton Harris joined alongside by Lewis Maddox Lewis how's it going buddy doing great it feels feels good outside sunny uh great Thursday it is beautiful Thursday and uh, also joining us today special guest is coach James Dickinson head coach of the Whitthorne Tigers how's it going coach doing great Lou I love Thursdays you know why
1: why is that? Because it's day before Friday. That's right.
0: <laughs> also want to send out a happy birthday to owner-operator Delk Kennedy. Happy birthday, Delk. So, hey, we talked about the middle school football schedules here in 2022. We talked about the new conferences. Uh, but let's go over each team and their schedules. Uh, Coach, let's start with Battle Creek. Uh,
1: Battle, Creek Battle Creek played, uh, played Bridgeforth on 8-9, and won a close game. Uh, they also played since then at Spring Station. They won that game in a close game. Uh, then, of course, they traveled to Whitthorn. Then they traveled to Spring Hill the following week. On 8-30. On 9-6, they played Columbia Academy at home. And then they traveled to E. A. E. Cox on 9 13th And then on 9-20, they played Mount Pleasant at home.
0: All right, uh, Columbia Academy, the the Bulldogs, they played Clarksville Academy on August the eleventh. They won that game rather big, forty two six. Yeah, it, it was quite quite a bit. They play on August the twenty third at Spring or at home against Spring Hill. On August thirtieth, they're on the road at EA Cox. September sixth, they are at Battle Creek. Uh, on September thirteenth, they travel to Mount Pleasant. That ought to be a great game. And then uh, they finish up the regular season on 9-20 at Whitthorn. Uh, Scheduled for EA Cox, they won their first game on August the 9th in Lewisburg. Uh, They lost uh, just on Tuesday um, at home, or actually they played that game at Spring Hill High School, to EO Kaufman. Uh, Next week they have Mount Pleasant at Mount Pleasant. And then, as we mentioned, they play Columbia Academy on August the 30th. Uh, followed by their game against Whitthorn on September the sixth, uh, they are at Battle Creek on September thirteenth, and at or I'm sorry, they're at home against Battle Creek, and then they're at Spring Hill on September the twentieth. Coach, if you want to give us the Mount Pleasant schedule,
1: Mount Pleasant and uh, I mean uh, Whitthorn played on eight four, and, and Whitthorn won it thirty two to thirty. Then they went down to Richland and won that game big. They beat Loretta big this week. Then 8-23, they play E.A. Cox at home. Then they travel on 8-30 to Collingwood. On 9-6, they play at home against Spring Hill. And then they finish out the season on 9 13th at Columbia Academy and 9 20th at Battle Creek.
0: Spring Hill this year, uh, as mentioned before, uh, they played Lewisburg on 8-4. Lewisburg won that game. They go. To, they went down to Bridgeforth and Pulaski and beat Bridgeforth uh, in a close ball game. And then, uh, as we mentioned, next week on eight twenty three, they uh, are traveling to Columbia Academy. They will host Battle Creek on August thirtieth. Then on uh, September the sixth, they travel to Mount Pleasant. They host Whitthorn on nine thirteen. They host E A Cox on nine twenty, and then on ten one. Which is supposed to be the day of the championship? They uh, have Lewis County scheduled at Lewis County, so they must be uh, expecting not
1: to be in the playoffs.
0: That's kind of what I think, Coach. You want to give us your Woodthorn schedule?
1: Yeah, Woodthorn. Of course, we played Mount Pleasant right off the top, won a close game, thirty-three to thirty. Mount Pleasant got a good football team. Then Coffin came up in business, and Coffin hadn't been beaten four or five years, and and they beat us a thirty-two to thirteen or something like that. And then we play this Tuesday night at home, eight twenty-three against Battle Creek. Eight thirty, eight thirty, we travel to Lewisburg, Tennessee, take on the Tigers. On nine six, we'll play E A Cox at home. And then we travel on nine thirteen to go to Spring Hill Generals, and then we close the season out nine twenty at Columbia Academy.
0: Now, a team we didn't mention is Zion Christian Academy. They're not in this uh, district or, or region. They are playing eight man football, but their middle school team does have. A uh, six-game schedule. Uh, they got they they played Providence Christian this week. Uh, next week, they're at Franklin Christian. Uh, on September the 3rd, they host the Tennessee Heat. On 9-20, they're on the road against the Tennessee Heat. They're at Richland, which I don't know if that's correct because, again, Richland plays 11-man football. And then on uh, 10-11, they host Franklin Classical uh, out of Franklin, Tennessee. So... That is your middle school schedules here in Murray County. If you can, get out and watch these young men and support them and their programs. Uh, It's a lot of fun to watch. I've been to a game so far this year, been the one, and plan on attending several more.
1: And this is a real competitive league right here. It is. That's some good football teams and good talent out there.
0: Well, I mean, and everything's in county for the most part. Uh, The travel is not very far. You'll have bigger gates. You'll have more fans at the ballgames. So it's a win-win for for all these programs and these young men. So it's going to be exciting. And Lewis, it was just – five years ago you were an eighth grader playing middle school ball
2: you guys had a lot of fun back then. i know yeah it was i, I had a i had a blast playing for uh coach bullock at with thorn uh, played basketball for coach bullock a couple years as well didn't
0: know you played basketball
2: baseball too yeah oh, and man. uh um <clears throat> yeah i love playing uh middle school football i love going over to lindsey Nelson stadium i would like my dream was always to be a, a lion and uh, uh the atmosphere is great it's good football it's not a if you think of middle school football, you probably don't think it's it's some great football to watch. But this league right here is, I mean, the talent's coming from about the same area. And uh, uh, it's really competitive, like Coach uh, Dickinson said. So it's uh, it's some really good football to go out and watch.
0: You know, back in the day, Whitthorne used to be the dominant team um, in this area. EA Cox has had some really good teams over the years. But, you know, with all these other schools, uh, you know, Spring Hill Middle, Battle Creek, Uh, sometimes the talent can get split up and for example Battle Creek and Spring Hill all that talent comes together at Spring Hill High School EA Cox believe it or not even though they played uh, a game at Spring Hill High School those kids go to Columbia Central Uh, and same thing with Woodthorne. so when those two groups get together that's essentially a freshman class at Columbia Central High School. So,
1: well, Spring Hill has two feeder schools: Spring Hill Generals and Battle Creek, and now finally Columbia Central, as two years ago, has two feeder schools: EA Cox and Withorn. So, it kind of even the playing field out. Everything
0: it has, it has. So, regardless of what you hear out there, EA Cox is a feeder to Columbia Central High School. So, well, guys, it, it's going to be exciting. Um, what else do we got happening? We, we mentioned Columbia Central at Marshall County tomorrow night. We got other teams playing on the road uh, as uh, Columbia Academy. They're going to open up their season tomorrow night on the road at Ezel Harding. Ezel Harding used to be a eight-man football program. Now, previously, back in the 90s and, and even before that, they had a very good 11 man football program. They're now getting back into 11 man football. Uh, Coach, you got to see Columbia Academy, uh, we all did, in the Jamboree this past Friday night against Columbia Central. Uh, what are your thoughts of that game? Uh, Ezel Hardin
1: uh, won the state championship two or three years in a row on eight man football. And Ezel Hardin used to be a big, uh, not a rival game, but Columbia Academy, Ezel Hardin used to play a lot. But uh, after watching some eight-man football film on Ezell Harden, they loaded with athletes. They are. And Columbia Academy looks well last Friday night. Columbia Academy is big. The numbers are a little bit not as big as they usually been in the 40s. They, they I think they dressed – 31. 31 kids. Yep. And somebody told me they went out to watch practice this week and said that um, one day they went out there and they went with 16 kids at practice, uh, you know, some – little boots and uh, bruises and stuff like that. But so there's a very small practice amount of kids out there on the field, but you know, they got, they got to load up and had the Harding uh and, and uh, of course, the wasn't on the schedule at first. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, originally, uh, who was the uh, game that they had um, Davidson Academy? Yeah. So uh, they wisely, you know, drop down a tier. Yeah. Dro- well, they dropped that game yeah. and replaced it with Ezel harding. Uh, Spring Hill Raiders. They're on the road this week. They're going to go to Greenwood, Kentucky, or Green, They're going to play Greenwood, Kentucky, which is in Bowling Green. Uh, it's a long ways to go. That's two years in a row they've they've gone on the road. I'm sure that it'll. Are they picking up a check for that? They're picking up a check.
1: But you know what? I talked to Coach Martin other night at the uh, Cox game with uh, uh, Kaufman. I said, Coach, uh, how, this is the second year they did this, right? And and they traveled both times. But he said it's a closer drive to there
2: than it is to Franklin County. <laughs> really? That's what he said. I mean, I believe that, that. That drive to Franklin County is probably my least favorite thing to do of all time.
0: Well, you know, here's the thing, though, guys. With them going on the road uh, again to start the year, that only gives Spring Hill four home games. They play against Page on 9-2 at home. Um, uh, they play Nolansville at home on nine thirty. They play Franklin County at home on ten fourteen and Mount Pleasant uh on ten twenty one. So only four home games for them, six on the road. Uh their first game in the state of Tennessee on eight twenty six is gonna be at Summit. Yeah.
2: Yikes. Yeah.
0: And they even got Big a yikes. Coffee
1: County six A screen mixed in there too.
0: They do. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna be in Man- at Manchester, yeah. So very interesting. They're killing Down, themselves? Do I? They're
2: killing themselves.
0: Well, you know, last year uh, they finished one and eight, one and nine uh, on the year. So um, they're definitely looking to improve uh, from that record for sure.
1: Yep. And they got seven offensive starters back and six defensive starters back. So they they a little bit more. Uh, Season this year, and there was last year. They was a young football team last year.
0: They were, they were, they definitely were a very young football team. Now Mount Pleasant, right down the road, uh, they will travel to East Hickman uh, tomorrow night. Uh, East Hickman, uh, over in uh, off Highway Seven, if you're going towards Dixon. Uh, last year, East Hickman got the win over Mount Pleasant in the opener. Um, East Hickman finished seven and three. Mount Pleasant last year finished three and seven. So, uh, Coach, uh, kids' hearts looking to improve in year number two. Uh, what do you guys think of that game? I don't know what East Hickman has coming back.
1: I will but. say this right here: East Hickman lost a lot of the uh, that they had a pretty good team last year. Won seven they ball did. games, got the playoffs, and they had one prior to that too. But right now, Mount Pleasant graduated three, uh, four seniors last year, and one of them play football uh, was a steady starter. The rest of them was a uh, special team guys. But this year they returned eight offensive starters and nine defensive starters. So I think it's the year of Mount Pleasant. You know, it be pretty doggone good. You know, they play a 3-7 and Scotts Hill team on 8-26. Then they travel to Cascade. Cascade was a uh, tremendously good football team last year, 9-1 and record. Loretto last year was uh, uh, like a 4-17. and 17. They play them on 9 at home on 9-23. Of course, the big game at Columbia Central in Mount Pleasant. After that game, they traveled down to Richland on 9-30. And that's an old rival game. That's that's a fun game to always watch. But Richland was 4-6 and six last year. And then Summertown was the uh, sleeper last year. They was 8-3. and three, And they play on 10 14th at home. Then they traveled to Spring Hill, Tennessee on 10-28. And then they finished the season out against Forrest. And Forrest went to the second or third round playoffs last year, and four record.
0: Yeah, that, that's going to be a big game, a big region game, and could have some playoff implications on the line uh, in that regular season finale. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see how uh, Coach Kid Hartsfield does in uh, year number two. Uh, speaking of new coaches, Coach Bobby Sharp in year number one at Columbia Central, as mentioned before, at Marshall County tomorrow night. Then a week from tonight, on a Thursday, uh, you know, this is something that every team is going to have to experience this year because the official shortage, they're going to have to play a Thursday night ball game. Columbia will be hosting Dixon County next week on 825. Then they'll travel on the road to Lewis's favorite place at Franklin County. Uh, that'll be on 9-2. Uh, then the big one, uh, to me, a really big one. The Franklin County game is going to be big. But the, the first really big home game Green Hill comes to town on 9-9 uh, for a big matchup at Columbia Central.
2: It's a very important game.
0: Very important game. Not a region game, but it is a very important game. We Morally. Yeah, we played them twice last year, once in the regular season and once in the second round of the playoffs, where Columbia came up just short in a 21-17 to defeat. Then on 9-16, Columbia travels to Nolensville. Uh then as you mentioned, Coach, uh they're gonna host Mount Pleasant on nine twenty-three and then a huge, huge home game against Page on nine thirty. Cannot wait for that one. Uh then they travel uh to Pulaski. They're the only team that plays during fall fall break. That game's on ten seven. That's uh, at Pulaski at Giles County at Sam Davis Park. Uh then the following week they travel to the pit over in Lincoln County. On ten fourteen, then they have a bye week on ten twenty one, and then they finish things out at home. That's a misprint there, but it's at home against Spring Hill. So
2: you know, you like your odds if you're the if you're the Columbia Lions. You do. Uh, you know, know that schedule.
0: Maurice Patton put out um, with Main Street uh, Murray put out a football preview. He has Columbia predicted to finish second in a uh, region. Six five a, uh, very interesting. Donovan Stewart, who's with Main Street Davidson County or Nashville, he has Columbia finishing fifth out of six in in the region.
2: At five and five,
0: something like that. Yeah,
2: I, I saw that. I saw that one too, and I just it doesn't make any sense.
0: Uh, he ought to be drug tested personally. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean hey. he had Lincoln County finishing ahead of Columbia. I mean, that's just that, that's just insane. it's just impossible. That's insane.
1: So Well, he, what the problem is, he sits and writes his stuff. Don't go out and visits and see the teams and visit with coaches and watch games. He just sits there and writes sports articles. I, I That's kind of clueless. What I, he's clueless.
2: Yeah, I. I it's hard. It, County is going to be a bad football team. Oh,
0: no, they're no good. Yeah, I mean, let's just be honest. Since they opened uh, the Fayetteville City School, yeah, the, the talent it's too it's, it's too gone spread out. It is so. That will be interesting, but it'll be good bulletin board material for the Lions.
2: Yeah, it will be. Uh, You know, Lincoln County is is a a great matchup. That's always been a a, a historical uh, rivalry between Columbia and them uh, and the Falcons. Uh, I'm excited for that one. They're all big
0: games. You know, Marshall County being our next-door neighbor, that's a big game. Franklin County, that's always a good one. Dixon County, that's a game that's been played every year since 1972. Uh, Green Hill, they're new, but that's quickly turning into a rivalry with the two times that we played them last year. Uh, Nolensville, Columbia, with a big thirty to seven win last year against Nolensville, uh, they're going to be looking for payback as they host Columbia. Uh, Mount Pleasant, that you know that game last year, what a crowd! I mean, yeah. that was the first time Columbia and Mount Pleasant had played since. Uh, the
2: 50s it was a fantastic atmosphere i mean the the only thing that i could relate it to and and my time at central would be the uh uh, my sophomore year 2019 when spring hill came uh into lindsey nelson stadium those those two games probably the best atmospheres you'll get in high school football but
1: one thing i was on the sideline and I was probably here to the uh, sign here in the radio station, and I seen the pass get deflected. I seen Lewis Maddox, huh. skyrocket up and grab the ball and take off the end zone, touchdown, Columbia Central. Lewis Maddox, he scored a touchdown.
2: Yeah, that was uh, a exciting. It was a good feeling. It yeah, good that, feeling. that that, that, that was atmosphere a, it was pretty cool.
0: The the call by your dad last year on that play was absolutely fantastic. Uh, that that I, I'm sure if we asked Lee what the highlight was over the last couple of years. He's probably going to say the Gallatin game uh, two years ago. And then obviously last year, uh, calling that play that where you made the uh about a 55 56 yard interception return for something
2: Kirsten? like that yeah, yeah
0: uh doing color on that not only did did he Church make Mike a great Lyle? call he, not only did he make a great call we literally had to grab his belt and pull him back into the press box he was about halfway out the window <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> calling that yeah. calling that play and, and he was so excited by it and uh, of course, we were all excited to see, uh, number one, to see the defensive end from uh, pick six,
0: but that our own Lou uh, did it. And uh, so it was a great play. But it's, it's still one of the, the funnier things is we were literally grabbing him by the belt and pulling him back in the window. As, <laughs> coaches,
1: as coaches, we talked swagger a little bit. But after that night, Louis swagger was a little different the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, was.
0: that's, that's going to be an exciting game again this year. Uh, and then following that game, uh, as we mentioned, Paige at home. Uh, the Patriots kind of been a thorn in our side. Last year, we got down 35-14 to 14 at halftime. And uh, Columbia came out in the second half and tied the ball game 35-35. to 35, Had the football with a chance to go down and possibly win the game. It just didn't work out, unfortunately. Uh, but... I think uh I think revenge will be on the mind of the lions. But yeah. you
1: realize this though. Columbia Central has never beat Paige in football. Never. 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 I did not know that. Oh yeah, I knew it. Even in a in a JV setting, we went over there and I was the J V head coach at Central. I think you was playing I played, yeah. yeah. Went over there and was getting ready to go and I told team, I said, You realize that Columbia Central has never beat Paige in any type of football for And we give them a good whooping that night, remember? We did,
2: yeah. It was, that, was, that was fun. It was fun. It felt good. That, that's what the varsity needs to do this year. That's right. Well, that was the best football game that I've ever been a part of last, right. last year. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and, and Paige actually uh, played in a jamboree uh, this past Friday night. Against Marshall County in Lewisburg, and Marshall County won that game twenty-nine to six.
2: Well, that's actually uh, what happened last year. It they, is, and uh, Marshall County kind of gave them the business in a in a preseason scrimmage type jamboree thing uh, before last year, and we all thought that Page wouldn't wouldn't really be any count, and we were sorely mistaken.
0: Yeah, they they got better each and every game. In fact, they went all the way to Chattanooga uh, to the five A state championship game where they were defeated by Pal, who uh, – so A juggernaut. Yeah, they, they, they were very, very good. Had one of the top recruits in the nation who's now at Texas A&M. Uh, but then Columbia, uh, after Page, like we mentioned, goes to Pulaski to a Giles County team that, again, we had a halftime lead, but they were undefeated and, uh, you know – Eventually pulled away and won the game by, I think it was a touchdown last year. It was, and also
1: they they lost a lot of their team members last year. They went all the way to play Alcoa uh, Giles County. Then, of course, nobody beats Alcoa hardly ever. But uh, they scrimmaged Fatville High School, and I watched that. And Fatville High School was up twenty-one to nothing for you blink of the eye against Giles County.
2: Well, high school's got some really good talent. I, I really think they pulled all the talent from Lincoln County they High did. School, and that's what's happened. Uh, you know, uh, that that school won a state championship uh, a couple years into their existence, and uh, they've been competitive and really talented ever since then.
1: Lost a coach. He went down to Florence. They got a new coach down there, but after look, looking at him across the board, Man, they're talented. One eight scale.
0: I tell you what, that makes me want to bring up a a topic that we'll talk about after the break. Uh, We'll just kind of play a what if type situation when we come back. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Clayton Harris, alongside Lewis Maddox, and special guest today, Coach James Dickinson. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back right after this.
1: Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal.
0: and welcome back everybody to the front porch sports radio hour i'm clayton harris joined alongside lewis maddox drake Colley. On vacation out in the desert he'll be back next week on Monday
2: I'm sure he's having a great time he
0: is uh in fact he actually sent me a, a ticket earlier uh, for a Hasman odds that he placed a nice little wager on he got will Anderson at thirty to one really thirty to one okay so we'll see yeah we we'll, we'll see you know. But Drake's having a good time. He'll be back on Monday. We're joined today by special guest coach James Dickinson, head coach at Whithorn Middle School, and uh, our sales manager here at Kennedy Broadcasting Company. How's it going, Coach?
1: Doing great. Beautiful day today. It's Thursday. High school football kicks off tomorrow night. So we're excited here at, at Front Porch Radio.
0: Well, we were talking before the break about, um, you know, how having another school in Lincoln County has really hurt Lincoln County. Yes. Fayetteville city school has just absolutely um, they've dominated. They've won a state title and won a football, uh, but they've gotten a lot of their athletes uh, and, and pulled them away from Lincoln County based on the zoning. We were talking during the break and we mentioned it before we went to break. My wife went to a school called Camden County high school in South Georgia. And, It is the only high school in Camden County. She used to have to get on the interstate and drive 30 minutes to school. They did that. I don't know if they'll actually say it, but they did it because of football. If you look at their stadium, it looks like something you'd see at a smaller college. It's it's just probably a a
2: jumbotron.
0: Yeah. I mean, she, she went to school with a guy that ended up playing for the Cowboys, went to Clemson. Uh, They've had tons and tons of athletes come out of that school, but we, you know, we were just going to mention that, you know, I wanted your thoughts let's just say that Murray County had one high school and you took all the talent from Spring Hill, Mount Pleasant and Columbia and Cullioca and all these other schools, and you put them all together in one giant high school.
2: Do you guys be think one that- heck of a tryout and one heck of a football team? I'd imagine. Uh, uh
0: yeah, I would say so. Uh, you know, it, and obviously they'd be a six, a classification school, which would put you in there with the Williamson County schools and the Rutherford County schools. Um, do you think what are y'all's thoughts it, it do you think a, a school like that here would be able to compete with any of those other schools
1: most definitely it would compete but just look at how much money the county would save yeah that's true you too. know you you got these and of course i we always love the calliocas and the hampshires and all that right there mount Pleasant's. but if you could buy one big school one athletic facility that i could adequate enough room for everybody uh Complexes, sport complexes would be second to none. Your fields would be great. Your gymnasium would be uh, humongously big, and uh, and the amount of money the county would save would feel like a
2: small college. It It would be. Yeah, be bigger than C State. Mm -hmm.
0: It would be. It it would be absolutely huge. And and you're right. I mean, you think about the basketball teams, uh, the softball, the baseball, the
2: football teams. Man, I mean, I mean, it, it would be like watching college sports and you can actually event.
1: go have a great freshman team a great jv team and a great vars team like hoover for example the alabama the freshman never gets to be around the varsity team they got their own identity they got their own schedules they got it's 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 amazing but I would say produce to the next level to the next level to the next level you dress in 70 freshmen and you know right now you get a, a Columbia central and you range anywhere from 16 to 28 beginning of the summer. You might have 40, but time it gets kicked off lack of coaches. You're, you're lucky to address something, 18 freshmen by then.
0: Well, and it obviously this is a s- situation and scenario that isn't going to happen no. as, as Murray County is about to build a hundred million plus dollar high school, uh, right next to the Battle Creek campus where their elementary and middle school is at. So if anything, this is going to draw that, – that campus will draw students away from Spring Hill High School, and uh, they'll probably draw some – actually draw some kids away from Columbia Central by getting some of those E.A. Cox kids. And it
1: might accidentally pull some of the kids that's zoned for Spring Hill that crosses the border plays at summer in high school will stay home and play football for the new school
0: good very well yeah. well transitioning from high school we're going to jump over to uh to to some titans news uh this week they are preparing for their preseason game they've had a couple of uh practices with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their uh hall of fame or will be hall of fame quarterback tom brady he's he's in town he, tom's not going to play saturday in the preseason game Uh, But a local connection, uh, Shaq Mason, former Columbia Central High Line, he's in town in Nashville uh, preparing uh, for for Saturday night's game as well.
2: And maybe scoping out his uh, next destination.
0: Maybe, maybe. Hopefully. We we will see. He's got two years remaining on his five-year, $50 million contract that he signed with uh, New England uh, and then was traded this offseason to Tampa Bay to be reunited with Tom Brady. So, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, how well the Bucks do this year. They signed Julio Jones in the offseason. And uh, the Titans, they're still, um, again, trying to find uh, the right combination uh, at receiver because uh, A.J. Brown, obviously, with Philadelphia now. Uh, but just trying to get to that next step from, you know, making it to the AFC Championship game to winning it and then competing in the Super Bowl. Uh, It will be very, very interesting to see how that plays out because I'm telling you guys, we're just a couple of weeks from the season opener. But, Lou, there was some breaking NFL news that happened just uh, earlier today. Why don't you tell us uh, what has come out of the NFL's front office?
2: Yeah, we originally thought that uh, Deshaun Watson would be playing in October. Uh, That is not going to be the case. It was just announced uh, about 20 or 30 minutes ago. Uh, that he is going to be suspended for 11 regular season games this year uh, and he's also going to be fined five million dollars over that span as well so uh, a lot more than five million dollars really because you won't be getting those uh game checks Uh, but yeah deshaun watson will not be around for a while
0: you know I, i again i think this is a terrible look on the nfl's part if tom brady And I'm just telling you, if Tom Brady had been accused and charged uh, with the same accusations that Deshaun Watson had, he would probably either be suspended, uh, you know, for the whole season or just suspended in general until further notice. Indefinitely, probably.
1: Banned from the league, Maybe, yeah. Banned from the league, But it goes down to uh, this saying, must be the money. Uh, it's, 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 about how much checks you can write and get you out of troubles.
2: Well, it's, uh, um, it's just a, uh, it's a typical Cleveland Brown move. Well, it's a double standard
0: too, by the NFL on how they punish certain people. It is. I mean, they're woke. I'm going to say it. the NFL is a woke organization and they have double standards and to me, if you're going to suspend a guy for deflating or having some footballs deflated, which they still never had clear proof that Brady had anything to do with it. Um, no, the bladders go bad in the balls all
1: the time, guys. I've got five footballs out there in the locker room; the bladders are bad in. So,
0: especially in 30 degree weather, <laughs> you know what on, I mean? Yeah, a ball, a ball is going to lose air in 30 degree weather. It's yeah. just going to happen. Uh, you look at Calvin Ridley. We've talked about it on this show. He's been suspended ridiculous. for the whole season because he played fantasy football on an off
2: week. Didn't play one game last year. Yeah, I mean it's just uh, again getting on a getting on FanDuel one time.
0: But again, they're they're going to allow a guy who sexually assaulted not one, not two, but was it 26? 20,
2: 26. 26
0: women. 26 claims. Uh, I mean it's just a joke. I mean, it, and again, it, it's the reason why Roger Goodell's the worst commissioner in, in all of pro sports. I mean,
2: he's just of all time, yeah. And it pro- goes back so. to
1: it goes back to they're going away but one by one. They're getting more zeros written on the check. So if we settle here, would you drop? Would you sell And and that's all they're doing.
0: They they settling this stuff. Well, and, and I'll be honest with you, it, you know, NFL football is okay, but it. it I prefer college any day of the week. The atmosphere is so much better. It is so much better. And and, and I'll be honest, with this NIL stuff, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan. I mean, believe me, we all know that payers have been getting paid in college under the table for years. I mean, it's just Bear Bryant once had a hay bale parachuted out of an airplane when he was at Texas A&M to a recruits house that when it landed and busted – there was several thousand dollars inside that hay bale. We know it. Everybody knows that it's happened.
2: It is what it is. But
0: you got to pay for the hay. Hay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess. <laughs> but
0: I mean, I'm telling you though, I think particularly in the South, all this is going to do is drive people to be more involved and and want to watch high school football. Because if you want to watch true amateur, it's the football, only amateur football left. It is. It is the only amateur football left. But the problem is, you can't bet on it. High
1: school football on the table,
0: uh, and maybe not legally, but you know, you
1: got every state got FanDuel and all them sporting booking and ages in it, and uh, so you got some people hooked on betting games. It's amazing.
0: It is. I mean, but you let Thompson and Hoover play in Alabama. I guarantee you, there's a bookie in Alabama that's putting putting a line out on that game. Oh yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, where would the line be at Friday night?
1: Marsh County and Columbia, guys. Where would that line be at if we could call it a, a
0: tough in. one? Uh, I mean, you get three playing at home, anyways. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, this isn't a prediction on my part because I'm part, me and Lewis are both part of the broadcast crew, so we're not going to make a prediction. No, um, I do. I got one, but I don't. I mean, do. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess, I guess if you're making a line, I mean, I, I'd say. Marshall County minus one or
2: two. Uh, I was going to go the other way, but all right.
0: Well, I'm just saying if I was putting a line out now, I you know I, yeah. I have confidence in yeah. the lines, you know, but you know they're a good football team. Marshall County's a good football team. Coach, if you had to uh, put a line out on that Ezel Hardy Club Academy game, what would that be? You know, it
1: it would be uh, Ezel Harden favored by five because they're playing in Ezel Harden.
0: Yeah. Mount Pleasant, and based
1: on their eight-man football conference they played in the last five years, and they've dominated in it. And uh, EZL's always been known to uh,
0: recruit a lot of good players around the area up there, Nashville. They have. They have. They're, they're also a private Church Christ school uh, in Davidson County. So it'll be a good one.
2: I want to I say one more thing about the Deshaun Watson thing. And this is – uh I, I don't even think Deshaun Watson is the real loser in this. And I told you guys this uh, during one of the breaks um, – But it's really going to be the Cleveland Browns. You know, they shipped off Baker Mayfield um, to get Deshaun Watson. They're still on the hook for that contract. Uh, The Browns are going to be paying Baker Mayfield, who is now the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. They'll be paying him $538,000 for his week one matchup alone, and they'll be playing the Cleveland Browns without Deshaun Watson.
1: Well, it goes down to this tax write offs, Haslam All Company.
0: Yeah, Pilot Haslam, yeah, not yeah, I mean, owns it. Yeah, I mean, just the Cleveland Browns being the Cleveland Browns, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> it they, it, just, it is what it is. There's no other way to put it. Yep, I agree. Now it, it's, uh, and again, it's a horrible look on the NFL's part. It, it just it looks bad. It, it does. It's really really bad. Well, guys, uh, got a few moments left here uh, in the show. Uh, any final thoughts uh, before we? Uh, breakaway here on this Thursday afternoon. Uh, Coach, uh, tell us again, uh, you guys back in action on Tuesday night, and that game is at home. At home
1: against Battle Creek. But uh, I guess what my final thoughts right now, we've got sponsorships available for – Bobby Sharp's coaches show, game of the week, Columbia Central, Alabama Crimson Tide, Tennessee Vols network. So, if you guys own a business out there and want to be a part of this and and get some great quality ads done by Kennedy Broadcasting Company, give me a call at nine three one four four six two zero two eight. We care and we can make a difference.
0: Yep, uh, and also we got the Tony Basilio show that comes on before th- this uh, program. So. Yes, reach out to Coach Dickinson again nine three one four four six two zero two eight, and that uh, we got some, we got we got something for everybody, Coach. Wouldn't you agree? There, there, there's it's, there's options mm-hmm. galore.
1: Yeah. yeah, most definitely. We got you name it, we got it. And that was brought to you by Lewis Maddox Sports Booking Agency.
2: <laughs> Lou, what are your final thoughts? Uh, my final thoughts would be to uh, definitely call uh, Coach Dickinson and buy some radio ads, and get out and watch some uh, middle school football. Yes,
0: uh, next Tuesday night at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, Battle Creek comes to town. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, Lewis and I, and possibly Coach, will be with us. And uh, we'll preview tomorrow night's games and talk about other news in the world of sports. And, again, uh, just uh, want to thank everybody out there listening for tuning in. You can catch the podcast that is now up online. Go to wherever you get your podcast at to listen to the front porch sports radio hour. I'm Clayton Harris for Lewis Maddox. Coach James Dickinson.